Welcome to Let's Cap. It's your boy, Ronald Cabang, also known as UCapper from SportsMemo.com, at U underscore Capper on Twitter. Got my guys, Crispy Cappin and Wham in the building as well. As you can see, the layout is a little bit different. Today is actually the first show under the Believe Network. I'm working with them now, so they're helping me distribute uh, this show into podcast form. They're also going to help me with sponsorships and things like that, so uh, that's going to help me continue to have this show free and also continue to grow this show uh, from in, in audio version and visual version and everything. So, um, yeah, shout out to Believe for for uh, linking up with me and, and um, getting this deal done. So, yeah, first episode of Believe and I got my guys, Chris, B. Kevin and Wham to, to, to pop it off as well. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good week. It's going to be a good week when we can, when we can get Wham in here. Yeah, it's going to be a good week. <laughs> <laughs> How was you guys this weekend? Uh, Wham, let's start with you. I know we a lot of people were focusing on the NFL. Um, did you touch on the NBA at all? Yeah, I actually did real good in the NBA, so that was cool. And uh, when I did touch the NFL, I got smacked up, as I did last two weeks. So um, I'm not really looking forward to the Super Bowl as much as everyone else is, because I just as far as betting-wise. But as yeah. far as the NBA, yeah, it's been real good. I've been uh, on a good little heater, so I'm trying to stay focused trim the fat and uh, i'm happy to be here with y'all man and you know like you said anytime you get me here bro i think you guys might hear appearance of my son in the background so hopefully he doesn't <laughs> make an appearance on the podcast it's all good chris how was your weekend man uh yeah i see I appreciate you having me as always man and having wham in the building man uh we, we don't do chills with wham too often so it's good to good to see my guy in the building yeah. man but uh weekend was good i see i i didn't i didn't hit yesterday on the uh under I took the under in the Charlotte in the in the uh, Miami game, thinking that Miami was going to play some defense. Ended up giving almost up giving up almost 130 points, but uh, got it back yesterday with the Bucks. Right, we know uh, CJ didn't play, Brandon Ingram didn't play, but I liked them minus the nine before, so was able to get some back. Uh, Friday we did a show uh, five and zero day for me on Friday, so nice. uh, definitely kind of looking to build on that. Saturday I didn't do too much, but had about a, a two and two day overall. Uh, was on 80 rebounds, also took his points. One of them cashed, the other one didn't. Um, so, you know, looking to kind of build off that RC and, you know, keep it going today. Yeah, last week for me, overall positive in the NBA. I did close out bad yesterday, 0-2 in the NBA. But overall, the last seven days, uh, a little bit over uh, over the even mark. So hopefully we just continue to go in that direction, get get some dubs to, to start off the week here. Uh, with that said, man, let's get into the slate here. The uh, first game that I want to talk about um before we move on to some of the games that you guys like I, I i'm looking at this lakers and nets game here i'm gonna bring up my screen um we have the the nets and the lakers obviously the 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 line yesterday was the nets plus one and a half one of our guys mitch was in there uh, in our chat and and uh showed us that but now we're seeing the nets as minus nine favorites it's tough to 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 try and back the the nets here when you could have had uh, such a better line uh, earlier in the day yesterday but for the most part all I could really see is is a look towards the Nets here I, I think with AD and LeBron out that's a lot for the Nets to uh, I mean for the Lakers to overcome uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball you're still trying to integrate Rui into the lineup right um, I think they're going to continue to have Westbrook off of the bench as well I think that's just a solid role for him that he's going to continue to play but when as I bring up killersports.com here to talk about some of the trends uh one thing that I looked at was the the Nets and um, home favorites against non-conference teams. 
So they're four and two straight up, four and two against the spread, four and two to the over in that spot, right? Uh, but if I look at the lines, I'm a, I'm gonna filter for the lines here. You can see these bigger spreads; they're actually covering those bigger spreads there. So if I if I move to say that the line is uh, they're favored by at least five, uh, more than five points. Four no straight up, four no against the spread, three and one. Uh, to the over here. I know some of these games will be uh, we're, we're with KD, uh, but for the most part, it seems like they show up in this spot. Um, when when a Western Conference team comes all the way to Brooklyn to face them, uh, the another thing to mention as well, you know, obviously LeBron and AD out is such a big uh, piece of this offense and this team. When LeBron and AD are out and the team and the Lakers are on the road, they're zero and three straight up, zero two and one against the spread, um, and. For the most part, you can see that gap right there. That's an 18-point gap, and we have a line of uh, nine. But the biggest gap here is that first half. It's almost a 20-point gap in that first half. So they're losing. Uh, they actually, if I when I looked into it a little bit deeper, one of these games uh, was by nine points. They were up by nine points. Um, the other two, the opponents were up by 20-plus. So I, I just feel like this is a spot where the Lakers can't overcome the, the losses of AD and LeBron here. Um, the reason why I wanted to focus on that first half was because who the Nets got up next. They have a this is the the last of a home trip, a home homestand, and they gotta go to Boston next. So it's possible mm -hmm. we had the reason why I want to stay away from that nine is because I feel like if even if the, the Nets are up, you know, by double digits in the fourth quarter, if they let off the gas pedal a little bit, that opens that back door for the Lakers. Um so that, that would be the way that I go is really to focus in on the Nets first half there. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this game? Uh, Chris, I'll start with you. Yeah, I see. I think uh, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. I, you know, much as me and Wham are Laker fans, we, we, we <laughs> like making money more. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I would, I, would, I would be there with you, I see. I think, like you said, the biggest thing to me is, you know, what you mentioned already. It's, it's not having AD, it's not having LeBron. What that does for the Lakers offensively and defensively, you know, getting AD back helps helps tremendously, but then losing them, of course, doesn't. It's not gonna help. Same thing with Bron. Uh, I, I had also looked into you know those three games that the Lakers had played without LeBron and AD. You had it up on uh, on Spodevs, and uh, yeah, I mean, you you see it right there. The, the proof's in the pudding, right? I no way I would be able to back the Lakers in this spot. I do think that you know there will be some value on the Lakers side. The Nets have been playing at a pretty fast pace, so uh, some value on the prop market. Maybe you know looking towards Russell Westbrook. We know that he enjoys, you know, being the the, the quote unquote the man without uh, AD and Bron. He embraces that role uh, yeah. as he's done so, you know, throughout his whole career. But uh, I would only be able to look towards, uh, you know, them, you know, minus the nine RC. But not really rushing to to back the the, the Brooklyn Nets without KD and uh, you know without KD either. But yeah. Kyrie, you know, can get in this bag and and close the game out. And I think that they could cover. No strong strong opinion uh, for me to you know to be able to feel like I want to play it, but. I think minus the nine would be the way I'd be looking if I was, if I had a free bet. Yeah, I mean, Wham, the Nets, they, it seems to, to me that they figured out their offense without KD. Yeah. I think they've gone over their team total in the last five games um, uh, altogether. So uh, what do you think about this one? Do you think the Nets can get it done? I mean, yeah, since KD's been gone, he's been gone nine days, uh, nine yeah. games, I'm sorry. And uh, Kyrie, he's averaged in the eight games because he's played eight games, 32 points uh, in that span, man. And it's going over this three and a half three-point makes i mean they're averaging 47 percent from three over the last five games this uh nets team so bro i'm, I'm 
man, is the defense going to be there? I know LeBron doesn't like to play defense, though, so maybe the defense gets a little bit better, us as uh, Laker fans. I know Chris will uh, contested that uh, for sure. But uh, one thing about the Lakers, though, we have a bottom 10 three-point uh, opponents to, that we're giving up. So we're giving up 13 three-point makes in the last five games, but we're actually holding opponents to a pretty good percentage at 37%. I think mm. the defense might be a little bit better. So I, I was originally thinking to go over the three-point makes with Kyrie in this game, but the more I cap this game and the fact that we know that the this total is going to be high, it's, it's a high total, just like all the totals for today are yeah. pretty high. Um, I think that this might be an underspot. I'm not really uh, locked in on that, but that's the way I'm leaning here. And uh, I kind of agree with you too, Chris. If I'm going in the prop market, you got to go Russell. I mean, maybe triple-double. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the addition in Rui. I think I, I like the addition in Rui now after you kind of talked me into it, though, uh, RZI. <laughs> you kind of got me in that mode. But I do think we got a lot taller. So uh, yeah. we are going to be a little bit better than we normally are on the defensive side without those guys. So I think it's I think the defense is going to come for the Lakers today, and I think the under is in live play. Yeah, I mean, if you're missing LeBron and AD, I think your focus will primarily be on the defensive side of the ball. So that, that's a good point there. All right, well, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, Chris, I know you like this Orlando-Philly game. Let's move on to that one. Uh, talk about the overlook on this game. Yeah, I see. So I think, you know, before I, before I even, you know, jump into the breakdown, I do think, uh, you know, have to take what's going on in the world into, you know, into effect, right? Philly just uh, – the Eagles just won yesterday. So they'll, be <laughs> yeah. going to the, right. they'll be going to the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, a lot of the 76 guys were, were there at the game uh, – you know, Joel and B had the picture on Instagram with him, you know, standing beside who he called his son. Right. So so the sixes, the sixes I see are they're hot right now. And I think uh, even with you know all of you know celebrating, I, I think their offense just kind of keeps it going. Um mm-hmm. this team was an under team uh, at the beginning of the season, but they they're healthy right now. I, I expect I expect uh and B to play in this game. I know he was listed as questionable, they're coming off the the really big win, um, you know, against the Denver Nuggets. They had to fight hard in that game as well on Saturday, uh, you know, uh, the, the the ABC game. So um, one thing I looked at, I see, I was looking at, I was looking at, I talked about their offense. So first thing I looked at was just, uh, and you can bring this up on the screen, looking at the yeah. Philadelphia 76ers in the month of, uh, in, just in the month of January, since the, since the new year started. And you, what you'll find is that this team is is kind of kind of crushing their totals. Uh, you see 11 and 2 11 to, and the two over, to the over, right? And yeah. the, the two games that actually went under, I think, were both both road games. Mm. Am I seeing that correctly, I see? Yeah, I think so. So both road games, yeah. Yeah, so 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 both road games there. Uh you you know, just looking at them at home in general, they they really uh you know, I think it's the addition of Maxi, right? We talk about Maxi coming back in, he's been back for probably about 10, 12 games now. Yeah. Uh, and they're healthy. Right. Uh, everybody can go back to their natural role like Milton, Shake Milton and Danny Milton off the bench. Those guys are absolutely hooping. So uh, you look at the Orlando side, I see. And, and one thing I looked at was I just compared their offense. So just looking at them, you, you can lead a date, RC, just looking at okay. them like from January 1st uh, compared to not look before January 1st, because th- this is another team that just recently got their guards back. Right. So they, they've been scoring the ball a lot more. You can see right there they're averaging 115 points per game in the yeah. month of January. But if you if you just change that RC from a greater than sign to a less than sign, you can see before January this team was only averaging 
110 points, right? Mm. So I think I think Philly, uh, you know, from a from a logical standpoint, it makes sense that Philly comes into this game and they're not totally locked in on the defensive end, right? Yeah. Especially coming off a big win and the Magic can score. Uh, and I think Philly still scores as well. The total in this one opened at 232. It was bet up to 233. And now I think it's come back down. Uh, so I like this game to go over. I see also if you go to NBA.com and look at the advanced stats, Philly is ranked number one. Uh, in offense, but their defense is kind of taking just the last five games, right? I, I always look at last five game stats. Uh, Philly's offense is ranked number one over the last five games. But and if you defense. start their defense, look at their defense, RC. Yeah. Put it again. Their bottom, their bottom six defensively yeah. last five games. So to me, that screams points. Orlando, same thing. I think they're fifteenth offensively. Uh, defensively, they're also bottom ten. So I like the, I like, I like points in this game, RC. I like both teams to be able to score. Um, I like the over. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, you you would think that the Sixers won't be focused after they kind of pretty much celebrated last night with this with the Eagles. So <clears throat> yeah, I don't think the defense will show up either. That's a good point. Only thing that I worry about is that pace. Look at their pace of play. It is pretty slow. Yeah, yeah but they scored in the RC. They exactly they're really they, efficient they, though. Yeah, they efficient, are efficiency. Though. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, what do you think, Wham? Is there any any look here, or do you do you see anything on the prop side? I kind of understand what he's saying. And I, I was looking towards a prop in this game. It was uh, the Anthony Melton. Um, and it kind of gave me a, a little, what you're saying, you know, a little baby out there. I know that's James Harden. Boy, they probably was going a little too crazy, whatever strip club they was doing afterwards, too. So, <laughs> you know, they was with the uh, people, too. My son ran up on me right now. He's like, I'm trying to make up my appearance. He hear me talking. But uh, so for the most part, though, I think that the Melton is live. He's went over to a nine and a half twice. Um, I think he could possibly get that now that he's back in the little rotation and hopefully he gets that little distribution, uh, you know, duties there. So I, that's the kind of way I'm thinking. But I kind of would agree with you, though, Chris. I think the over is where I should be looking at because the whole team is going to be affected by uh, that because they all was out there hanging out. But um, I think that is another form of us need to take this. Uh, maybe this is a series game to cover the spread as well, because if they are trying to hook, put, put the foot down on this Magic team, you know, the Magic aren't really one of those teams that, you know, people are scared of in the NBA. We all know that. Uh, and the 76ers, they're laying at this big number. A lot of respect words been getting thrown around with Embiid. Obviously got the monkey off his back being Jokic. But this is a game that he kind of got to take serious, right? Everybody, yeah. if you look at the East right now, the, the Bucks are taking everybody serious. So if you want to be up that level, I think that the Sixers do got to take serious. So I'm kind of correlating with the over and the side with the Sixers. Uh, but DeAnthony Melton is probably going to be the first thing I play on this uh, game uh, over nine and a half at minus 120. Yeah, I mean, I think the six, so the Sixers themselves, the Sixers themselves, they're on a nice winning streak, aren't they? Like they, they've won yeah. seven in a row, I think it is. Now, but mm-hmm. you can see like in the last almost 20 games here, they only lost twice, almost 20, like was that 17 or so? <clears throat> and look at all these overs during that span. Yeah. Um, for the I, most part, if we go. And if you just go specifically to, to home favorite, a lot of overs in a row as well right here. Right. And it is correlated to what, what Chris was saying since January. Um, one thing that I looked at was uh, Orlando. And we talked about how they've gotten healthier. I looked at um, when they when they had Markel Fultz in the lineup because he he's actually a great addition to this team since he got healthier. They're 19-9-1 against the spread. Man. Since he's uh, come back, seventeen and twelve to the over. Their offense is just a lot more efficient. You know what I mean? I, I feel like, I feel like he he uh, brings a different uh, point guard um, 
mentality to that team. Because when they had like Cole Anthony, he was as a point guard. He's he's more of a score score first type point guard, right? Same thing with Suggs when he was a point guard, or um, you know, you know what I mean. So I, I feel like Markel Fultz is more of a a facilitator, but he's also able to score now, right? He's fixed that. He fixed the yip. So right. I, I don't know. <laughs> to me, I, I can only look towards the the Magic as well. Uh, on the spread, this is a this is a large line. We know that the Sixers aren't focused in this game either, so the, the, I would I would tend to agree with you um, with the over as well. Uh, a lot of things are pointing in that direction as far as both teams not playing defense. So, yeah, I see. Real quick, the, the, yeah. the thing that like I, I I hear a lot of people on the Magic today, and I I, I, I me and you just cast on the Magic, right? We just talked about yeah, it. we, we cast on the Magic on Friday. Um, couldn't talk anybody off, but the 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 Seventy Sixers. Um, if you go back to Spodes, RC, and you and you look at the 76ers' home favorites with both Joel Embiid and James Harden in, because we know that they both were injured throughout the season. Mm. If you look at them with both uh, James Harden and Joel Embiid in as a home favorite, I think they may have the best ATS record as far as like any two superstars playing at home. Like they protect home court, and you and, and that's one of the reasons why you know I'm not necessarily on this. I do think 10 points is too many. Uh, we know that the Magic have been covering, but I don't really want to play the side. But this is what talked me off. I, th- I think that it goes for the whole season, too. Like, they're the best team in the league at the house as a favorite. Uh, I think that's if, – if it's been falling off, I haven't kept up with it, but I know a few weeks ago I was I, I had seen that stat and they were one of the best, though. Yeah, they, they, they've they they've done really, really well. Uh, you know, as a home favorite with both of those guys in I know recently they haven't been covering every single one, but yeah, they're they're like they're pretty good. Okay, so we have uh, so I pulled in two different situations. So <clears throat> home favorites with Harden and Embiid in twelve and three straight up, ten and five ATS, nine and six to the over, and you can see all these overs in a row here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that continues to go. Um, wins covers pretty solid as well. But I what I, one last thing that I did though. Was I added uh, Tyrese Maxey because we know their defensive efficiency takes a hit, right? right? Uh, for the most part, so I would say if they take the if they do that, I don't know. I mean, obviously the over is still there, yep. but the, the spread. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of messing with them spreads. I see. That's why. That's yeah. why I took the total. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Maybe maybe it is just a look towards the over there. Yeah, I they did. I, to, to be fair, RC, I think it is important. Like those bottom two games right there against the Bucks and the Spurs were, I think, yeah. in the first week of the season. And they, we know that the 76ers didn't start the season off well. I think you know they were they were you know Harden came back, uh, you know, out of shape. Jo- no, Joel and B right. came back out of shape. He had the plantar fasciitis. Remember, like he he wasn't getting back on defense. Uh, you know, so so they weren't covering at the beginning of the season. I think that's important to mention as well. It's a lot of different factors that that go into play. When you're trying to cap this game, everything from how much Meek Mill, you know, was played last <laughs> night at the club to, you know, what time they actually went to bed, you know, a lot All of right. things we don't got access to. <laughs> yeah. So a point here, uh, said goes, um, he don't think Embiid plays tonight. I know he's I questionable. There's nothing official yet, but real quick before we move on to the next game, I looked at Embiid as, oh, sorry, the Sixers as home favorites without Embiid, one in three straight up, zero four ATS. Uh, three and one to the over still. So a lot of things still pointing towards that over there. I know we talked about that, RC, right before. You asked me if I thought he was going to play. I said, don't matter, because they play faster without it be, right? Yeah. Like the ball will be up and down the floor a little bit more. Of course, you got to yeah. look at James Harden triple-double 
you know, I think he can get one even off a you know a not so sober night uh, if Embiid doesn't if Embiid doesn't play in this one. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, let's move on to the next game here. Um, OKC and Golden State over. There you go. So I know. So if we just pull up Warriors on the road, right? I mean, for the most part, that's just nine one and one to the over yeah. as away right. favorites. <laughs> if we look at them on the road in general, right? Six eighteen straight up, eight sixteen against the spread, eighteen five and one to the over. They have been doing a little bit better as far as the spread goes, right? They've covered three of their last four road games, but if we go um, to them as favorites. I think that the over becomes more apparent, right? Uh, so nine, nine, one, and one to the over. They are still, I mean, four and seven straight up, three and eight against the spread. But like I said, they're, they're doing a little bit better, right? In most re- in in January, especially especially. I don't know if I could get there with the Warriors as road favorites because we know the Thunder as road dogs uh, as home dogs too. We always like the Thunder as dogs. Nine and five against the spread as a home dog. Yeah, so if we just say Thunder as dogs, 25 and 10 ATS, we say that they're at home. Man. And in 5 ATS. So they're still profitable at, at home. But for the most part, even the over here, 8 and 6 to the over, I, I can only look towards the over too, Chris. I, I know this is part of your breakdown, but um, I, I think we've probably seen some of the same stuff. What, what else did you find uh, to, to support this over here? Uh, just, uh, you know, in conference, you know, that the, it's, it's no unders in conference. They're four, four on one is a, a way favorite in conference games. The Thunder, uh, three and one to the over. So we talked about situationally, RC, like trying to make sure because this, this year has been so, you know, kind of up and down. I've been yeah. really looking at these teams come, you know, in their specific situation. So I looked at, uh, the Warriors, uh, coming off a previous home win. Yeah, uh, where they're in the way favorite, right? So that specific situation at the end today, they did win that game on Friday against the uh, against the Toronto Raptors. So you look at them as a previous home win, and then they're in a way favorite, five one and one to the over. Uh, I think um, if you look at them as a favorite in that spot, I see. I think they're five four zero oh, one in that spot. I mean, either way, five oh five one and one, same thing. Yeah. Uh, so three one and one. Um, also, same thing for the Thunder. I see if the Thunder are coming off a game where they're a previous home uh, home dog, and then they're uh, a previous home win. Just put previous home win, RC, and then they're then they're a previous now they're a home dog. Uh, they also go over in that spot as well, three one and one. You see, mm-hmm. damn. What about this high total? Because we're seeing two forty, right? So what what if we look at the Thunder and just say total? How many have they had over 240? Just one. <clears throat> so they did take the dig. They went under against the Kings. Oh, I think we were on that game. I'm pretty sure I was on that game on the under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, no, we, yeah were. We, were. we were. Yeah, we were. They did cover it, though. How about the Warriors? Put away, too, RC. Who <clears throat> no ATS? Because they can score. I want to yeah. <laughs> That is. So would we pivot towards the – would we want to pivot towards the team total or what? Which team total? The Warriors team total or the Thunder team total? So we go – let's go. It's also important, I see, to remember, to remember that Wiggins going to be back for this game. He's listed as probable, and Dort is going to be listed as out. So you get one yeah. impact defensive player on one side. You lose, You mm-hmm. continue to lose one. Even though they played well without him the other day against uh, 
against the Cleveland Cavaliers, but they were catching the Cavs on the second night of a back-to-back without Donovan Mitchell. Um, yeah, without Donovan Mitchell. Gotcha. Fourth quarter scoring. Um, Bryce A, fourth quarter scoring in which which spot? <clears throat> this one? Yeah, that's a good point. The one H, uh, first half over. <clears throat> that could be the way to go, too. You know, I, I, if they if they start off fast, right, the tired legs start to kick in and uh, slow down the pace in the second half, that makes a lot of sense as well. Also, if this stays close, like uh, I think a lot of people expect this game to be a lot closer than it than, <clears throat> than the five points, they could probably t- play it tight, sh- focus on defense in that fourth quarter as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Wham? Any, any looks uh, on this one? Yeah, on this one, I, I kind of was staying away from this game, to be honest with you. Um I I just think that, you know, I don't really know. I don't want to fade the uh, Thunder at home like you guys were saying, uh, but I think you guys are on the right track here with this over. I, I didn't even think about the total at all, so maybe I need to just bite my, you know, you know, bite the bullet on the side and definitely take that over with you guys there because I like everything you guys were saying there, but nothing official for me on this game. Gotcha. Oops. Yeah, so the pace of play, we see the Warriors up there. We see the Thunder is sort of like in the middle of the pack. If we look at defense, this is last five games, I believe. Yeah, last five games. We I see, see real quick, when you get done, what if we look at the yeah. Warriors? What if we look at the Warriors? Because you talked about the Warriors covering a little bit more recently as away favorites. What if yeah. we look at the Warriors' last five road games to see if they're going over in the first half and then under in the second half because their defense tends to pick up in the second half? Just to kind of back what Bryce was saying. So just look at the Golden State, like maybe their last like five road games to see if we uh, yeah, kind, of, kind of that start of where they started covering, right? So yeah, yeah, about right there. Yep. Oh, this January. Okay. Because I think that's a that's an excellent point by Bryce. It definitely is more points in the first half. That's a lot of points in the first half. That's <laughs> what crazy. is that? That's what is 58, that right? 50, that's 59? Yeah, that's 59 and, that's and points. 64? Yeah. It's crazy. Now that I is think about it, I do like Clay Thompson in this game. He's been going over his total, 20 and a half. 20, 20 and a half is his prop? Uh, oh, 21 and a half. My apologies. But it's been he's been hitting that the last five games at 80%. Yeah, that's a good point here. Two forty means people are gonna be scoring, so hey, definitely not an under, under um for player props. Yeah, this one's tough. This one's tough. I thought it was gonna be easier than, but the war the the over looks like it's a play. What about so both teams are rested? Let's look at greater than equal to two. So on the road. Two days of rest or more. Two and one to the over. This one went under and it went into OT. But I think the Celtics, uh, I feel like these playoff atmosphere type games is when they typically go under anyways, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Under under at home with two days of rest or more. Five and one to the over. Yeah. That first half total RC is 124. So the books are anticipating a lot of points too. 124? 124. That's a lot. That's definitely 124. 
That's a good point by the chat there. That first half over. Who was that, Bryce? Yeah, good, good job. Yeah, good stuff, Bryce. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm going to look into that one a little bit more. So, Warriors Thunder, first half over. That's a good look. Uh, anything else before we move on to the next game, guys? And just to uh, um, make it official, I did take that DeAnthony Melton over nine and a half uh, points at minus 120. And um, I like this Clay Thompson look now. You know, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit more research on it because, you know, I only got a few games here. But yeah. look into what he does against OKC when he do play him. I know he probably hasn't played him in a while, but yeah, I have to check that out. He's um, How's he been health-wise? Has he, has he been looking a little bit better? I, I think he's been struck. I mean, I stopped calling him Clank Thompson. You know, I was, I was probably the leader. <laughs> he you were, you were Thompson. <laughs> I, I haven't called him that in a long time, y'all. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on his side today. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, let's do um, – Wayne, is there any other games that you, you were uh, were on today at all that you want to look into a little bit more? Yeah, we could go into uh, – I mean, I see the guys in the chat talking about this Timberwolves game, so I'm very close of um, making a few bets in this game. Um, Kings-Wolves, okay. Yeah, this the uh, Kings-Wolves here. Uh, they just played Saturday, so the Ant Edwards, you know, is he going to be an all-star or not? I mean, he bought the hell out in that last game, uh, yeah. pretty much took took onus of the game. I don't think that the I don't think that the Sacramento Kings can really hold down the paint as much. I think it's a bad matchup for Sabonis um, against Rudy Gobert. He didn't look as good. I don't think he's going to have a better game today. So um, I like the Timberwolves here. I think the money line is a good spot here, and I like Ann Edwards to kind of replicate, show everybody that he needs to be an All Star. I think a lot of these younger guys that's on the cusp of being All Stars are going to come out and try to play a la you know Ty- uh, Tyrese Halliburton, who hinted that he's going to be coming back. So. I think that this is a good opportunity for Ann Edwards to show, you know, I'm just that guy and I need to be an all-star. So the coach needs to put me in, you know, because he's not going to get any other way in with the coach. So I like Ann Edwards today. I think he goes over the points and um, and uh, I like the, the Timberwolves. I think that they, you know, do the same thing they did on Saturday and win. Yeah, I was looking at this. So, so this, ha- this has happened a lot so far this season, though. Uh, teams playing back-to-back games in the same site. And then the team that won that first game, they're typically winning and covering that second game this season. So this is what I wrote down. Season equals 2022. The previous opponent is to, uh, today's opponent. And then the site from the previous game is the same site, right? So they haven't, they haven't traveled anywhere. They're still in, um, they're still in Minnesota. Uh, they're facing the same team, the Kings here. The, the Wolves did win that first game. So, it would say the trends here for specifically this season would say that it would be the Minnesota Timberwolves for tonight. I didn't go into much detail into this game at all as far as like team trends or anything like that. But I think this was this was pretty telling to me that it does seem like um, that revenge situation that we we a lot of people kind of looked at last season as very profitable really isn't hasn't been that same case this season. Um, it could be because uh, line movement. It could be because how players look into these games a little bit differently now, right? Um, but for the most part, it does seem like Minnesota is the way to go in this one. Uh, Chris, did, did you have anything to add on this one? I think uh, I think Gabe made some make, makes an interesting point on the Kings tonight. He said last game was a bad spot for the Kings, so a four and eleven ATS with rest advantage, while the while the Wolves are eight and two. With mm-hmm. the rest disadvantage with equal rest, the Kings are 20 and 7 against the spread. That's interesting. And the Wolves are 10 and 21. Right. That that's so interesting because I actually bet the Kings on, on Saturday because of the spot that they were in. They yeah. were the team, 
you know, uh, you know, yeah, like the, the Timberwolves were coming off the win the night before against the Memphis Grizzlies. So I thought it was third game in four nights, fourth game in six nights. I thought it was a better spot for them. The only reason why I don't want to get there with the Timberwolves is because of the spot. But mm-hmm. I would go back to what, what Wham said. Like, I, I think they're just the, the better team right now. What one The one place we can't trust Sacramento is on the road, right? Like, you go in and you look at that game. Uh, you know, they, they didn't shoot the ball well. They don't play as well traveling from road to home, uh, from home to road. And uh, I think what Wham said about about Anthony Edwards, dude's been on fire, RC. He's averaging 30 in his last seven games, mm-hmm. uh, shooting a three-point ball. He, he he had a quote the other day where he said he felt like every time he shooted is going in. I think he didn't shot 60% or better from the three-point line in like six games in a row. Like he absolutely killing it. And on the opposite side, the one thing we know about the Kings is if they can't score – because because the Timberwolves are five and zero to the under, I think in their last five games, their defense has really picked up a lot. If the Kings can't score, they can't win, right? Damn because they, they don't have that same they, they don't have that same defensive prowess, that same defensive tenacity that the Timberwolves are bringing to the bringing to the game. So uh, I like the Timberwolves today, man. I didn't bet it because I was wrong on the other one, so I probably just watched this one. But I think with equal rest, being at the crib. You know, understanding that they need to come up in the in the standards, I think I'd be looking towards the Timberwolves, even though I thought the Kings should have got the last one. On the opposite yeah. side, I see. I think prop wise, I am looking at De'Aaron Fox. Uh, I'm looking heavily mm-hmm. at De'Aaron Fox. Uh, what I got in my notes is, uh, let's see. So Fox point prop at 26 and a half. RC. He's coming off 29 points on Saturday. Gets the same team. Uh, Average slightly more points and field goal attempts on the road than he does at home. You look at his last four road games, he, sh- he shot the ball at least 21 times on each one. I think he's the closer. He's the second-half guy. And if those other guys, like the Keegan Murrays and the Harrison Barnes yeah. uh, of the world, aren't necessarily scoring the ball, we know role players don't score the ball as much on the road, I look for him to kind of keep it going. He's also shot at least seven free throw t- attempts in three of his last four games as well. So that, to me, that means he's being aggressive. He's getting to the free throw line. Scored 29, 31, and 37 points in three of those games as well. His point prop at 26 and a half. Uh, opposite side, I see Timberwolves allowing the fifth most points to point guards on the season, fifth most points to point guards over the last seven games as well. I mentioned Fox having 29 in the recent game. Jamal Murray just lit him up for 28. Ja just had 27. Jalen Green, 26. Uh, CJ McCollum had 25. Fred Van Fleet, 25. I think Fox can go for 27 tonight. So that's that's the that, that's what would be the prop that I'm looking at in this game. <clears throat> that's a that's an interesting point. I mean, because um, the way that you guys were talking about it, obviously there's there's some good points with the Kings there, especially uh, what was it, Gabe? Yeah, Gabe brought up you know with the rest disadvantage and advantage, and now that with equal rest, it seems like the trends are in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. I was trying to look for a pivot, right? Maybe towards the to to the to the total here, and I look at the Kings when they play um, on the road, right? Six, 15 and six to the under, and then if we say they're in back to back unders, they're ten and two to the under here would we if we and then i brought up uh, on nba.com the wolves the last 10 games they're top five in defensive rating would we want to pivot towards i know you just mentioned the overs for a plot a prop but that doesn't mean that they go over the full game would we would we want to look towards the under here i think you i think you absolutely do rc i cashed the under the other day one thing i looked at rc was the timberwolves when they're at home and it's a high total they go they go they go under every time like if you just type in timberwolves at home uh, you know, they, they they typically go under in that spot. Uh, so I cashed the, the, the total open at 240 on Saturday. It was down to 238, and it wasn't even a sweat bet. I think it finished at like 230, uh, like 228. So I do like the under. Um, what you got right there, I see. Oh, this is from, 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 Bryce in the, from Bryce in the chat. 
he was he he mentioned that Kings uh, back to back road, but he also mentioned the Wolves as home dogs coming off of a home win. Zero and five to the under there. Mm. Defense really playing well. I think Sacramento yeah. team total is like one seventeen and a half. I see they don't they don't typically get that many points on the road. The books are just uh, you know kind of overpricing them right now. Yeah. I see if you just take out the home dog and previous home win and just look at the Timberwolves at home specifically, uh, and and just sort it by total. All of their high totals go under. Gotcha. Over two thirty five is a good benchmark there. Yeah, and that's what I used to cap it the other day in uh, the undercast in that spot. So I like it to go under in this one. Yeah, I like I like this this trend here that five and zero to the under with the with the wolves too. That's a that's a good point, Great man. The chat is Bryce. chat is on fire today. Yeah, Bryce on point. Shout out to Bryce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chat is on fire today. I like that look. The wolves, kings under. Yeah, we can we can lock that in. I think we all kind of agree that you know it's gonna be a Timberwolves spot here. So I like the consensus and and making bets during the shows. And yeah. uh, I didn't I didn't plan on hopping on, but I'm super glad y'all did because I'm definitely <laughs> making these officials for the day. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, man, that's that's what Let's Cap is all about, man. Doing it as a squad, I think it, it, it's always fun that way, and we get to you know people get to showcase their abilities to to cap these games that. They, they don't normally get the chance to. I mean, Chris's space is always – he does that too. He gives a lot of people a, a platform for to show off what they're able to do. And, um, you know, I'm glad everyone in the chat can, can provide information and and hopefully we provide information to them as well that they didn't, you know, they didn't capture. Uh, let's do <coughs> – sorry. Let's do one more. One or two more. Next one, Um, someone brought this up in the chat too. Wizards. Uh, Where is that banner here? The Wizards, six-point favorites, total 241 against the Spurs. I was talking to Chris right before this. I, I didn't I didn't cap this game at all yet, but just 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 how the Wizards have been playing lately, they've won and covered, I think it's five or six straight now. Their offense is legit. Um they're they're really putting it together here. Um, do you guys have any looks on this game? Or what are your thoughts on this one? Same thing, same thing you said, bro. Um, like you said, I want to go in front of the Wizards here. They've been playing really well ever since Bradley Bill came back. They've just been yeah. playing really well. You know, is everything is starting to gel? Uh, obviously, is a big focal point, focal piece uh, to what they like to do. And um, you know, maybe not having to worry about Rui Hachimura is going to help them long term as well because now you don't have to deal with uh, trying to squeeze his minutes in, involved like you have been over the last few years. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of want to go towards a prop here, bro. And it's been hitting at a crazy rate, rate six straight times. Jeremy Shoshan, uh, I'm sure I'm saying his name wrong, but the rookie. I, I actually but, looked it up. It's it's a Sohan. 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 The C is like C is a, a silent. Perfect, bro. So, so I appreciate you for doing that research for your boy. Right <laughs> but yeah, he's been going over the 13 and a half uh, points and it hasn't made famous yet it's not famous yet so we're going to sneakily you know tiptoe our way over there and go over this 13 and a half points that is an official play for me but may not be tweeted out you got to watch the show for this one because i don't want to make this one famous again it's hit uh you don't want to go trending it right yeah we got a low we got to hit this a couple more times before we you know post it <laughs> out there but yeah for the most part this will be uh a play for me a full unit play for me um jeremy shows show hand that's the uh, only way uh, i had under, under it's interesting because his name is underdog king but then uh, he likes his game to go over uh <laughs> looking at the wizards trend here look at that i think that's like about uh nine of their last ten eight of their last nine going over i know this one went over in ot but 
I mean, they're clicking right now. The Spurs, I mean, as far as like offensively, they're actually playing better offensively. Even though their defense still continues to suck, the games are going over. Uh, they're, they're doing their part for the most part. Uh, do you think this one can go over? Uh, I think I think if you like it to go over, I see you should have got the much better number, <laughs> right? I, I yeah, we like talked it. about it yesterday. I pulled this yeah. last night. It was 233 and a half. Woke up this morning. I saw it at 240. It was like a quick. It, it was up. It, it went up quick. Yeah, I don't I don't like it as much. I see. I think one thing that so 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 just just piggybacking off of what Wham said, just some additional information. Uh Romeo Langford, I think, is has already been ruled out, which which equals more mm-hmm. offense for a guy like Jeremy uh Sokan Sohan, uh, as you guys were talking about. So I like that prop even more. He's also coming off the career game. I know Wham probably knows, but he just came off a career night uh, against the Phoenix Suns. Uh so Maybe he, you know, run it back with him. Why? Why not? Right? They they just down there developing talent, right? So I couldn't talk. Yeah. I couldn't talk. Uh, couldn't talk. Wham off that prop. Um, for me, RC, I think uh, looking at we, one thing that scares me just a tad bit on the over is uh, that that right. So the, the Wizards hasn't haven't had a total sitting that yeah. high, um, but also just that the Spurs are coming off an overtime game, right? We know typically that can be a letdown spot for teams as far as being able to score the ball. Uh, so that that kind of scared me off the total a little bit, and one of the reasons why I didn't play it initially. Uh, don't want to you know get too much involved with it now, being that it's uh, you know it's it's over. Um, it's you know it's went up so much, but uh, what I got listed in my notes, RC, was um, I got teams coming off a previous overtime game, and the total being two thirty five or higher. Uh, t- this season are 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 seven and two to the under in their next game. Yeah. So that that's that's what kind of I know people see you know see Spurs and they think automatically go over. I've been playing it as well, but I don't like it you know that that much uh, for you know for what for that reason. Wizards are also a top nine defensive team since Bradley Bill returned. You mentioned them being five and zero in their last five games. I see. Yeah. Uh, all five of those games, they started with the win against the Wizard against the uh, the 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 Knicks at the Garden. And they've won five and covered five games in a row. They're, they're actually the, the ninth best defense, uh, holding their opponents to just just 111 points. So that was one of the reasons that, you know, kind of talked me off in that spot. I'm not sure I want to take a San Antonio Spurs team total under in this spot, but I don't know if the full game goes over. I see, I, you know, just maybe I'm contrarian, but I, I don't know if this one goes over, especially with the total being inflated like it is now. That's a good point. One, one pivot that we could look at, though, real quick is maybe the – the Wizards team total over. So <clears throat> I just brought up the Spurs uh, with a total of 240 or greater. Their opponents have gone over their team total in four of the uh, four of the five. I looked at why the Lakers didn't reach theirs. AD's first game back, um, mm-hmm. Rui being inserted into the rotation as well. So I think there's some chemistry imbalances there. And it was and it was the second night of a back to back for the Lakers as well. Second night of back. LeBron did play though. I, did, I think he did. yeah he played he played. Yeah, he got he fouled. Yeah. He was, uh, <clears throat> yeah, LeBron did play. So I, I think there was some uh, chemistry issues there that could have affected their offense. But for the most part, you would probably want to look towards the Wizards team total over. I looked at the last five games, Wizards top five in offensive rating. Um, so if, maybe if we don't look, if we don't like the how, t- the how high the total is now, especially after it, go, it went up about seven points, maybe, maybe just a pivot towards the team total on the Wizards side or just take the Wizards on the spread. At six, I, I was gonna yeah. say, I think you take the Wizards on the spread because with right. the total, with the total getting going up, it's yeah. only gotten more points for the for the Wizards. None, none have come for the Spurs because the spread right. is also, you know, uh, kind of you know balanced that out. So, 
Uh, I do think, you know, you probably look towards the spread in this one if you wanted to play on this game, especially because the number's so high. I think that total's all the way up to like 123 and a half, RC. That's a lot of points that we expect to score. Yeah. And, and I think also uh, Porzingis is supposed to come back for this game. I see he hasn't played in the, uh, the most yeah. recent two games. So I don't know if that throws the offense off or, or if it helps or what. So that's that's why I'm kind of sitting that's on That's a good point. How, how many games was he out? He was out for a couple. I know he didn't play the Mavs game, right, Wayne? Yeah, he didn't play, he didn't play the game. Rockets game. Yeah, he didn't play the Rockets game either. He sure didn't. Yeah. Yeah, but it, uh, I think it was three games. I think it was out three games. I could look that up real quick. Uh, but I think it was three games um, KP was gotcha. out. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it was I three think, games. Yeah. Yeah, you you guys bring up a good point. Maybe we we don't focus on that total. We just focus on that spread. Six points doesn't seem like a lot um, for a Spurs game, yeah, which is which is kind me, of funky to me. RC, that's why I said I, I probably won't play it. But to me, it seems like a Spurs team, maybe a team total under because their total is so high with the Wizards mm-hmm. playing top ten defense over the last ten games. That yeah. way, if the if the Wizards don't get to their high team total because Porzingis comes back, maybe throws the offense off a little bit. We still don't expect the Spurs to outscore the, the you know, you know what I mean. So then you take right. the lesser of the two versus the over. But that's just the way my brain works. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm gonna get there to the window with this one either. Um, I think I think one thing is what we talk about too, and, and not only just this game, but key players coming back from an injury when they're out for a period of time, they come back and kind of I, I wouldn't say like mess up the chemistry, but it takes a little bit for them to in- get integrated back into the offense because he it's not like he's a he's one of those players that's just a specific role player, plays right. defense, sits in the corner. He actually does a lot for this team that could that that affects how they roll how they run their offense. Um, so that's a good point. I, I maybe yeah maybe just a pure stay away, but I would lean towards the Wizards here. Six doesn't seem like a lot. Uh, all right, let's do. Let's do one last one, which was the Blazers, real quick. I know, I know, uh, Chris, you didn't like this game at all. Uh, we don't trust the Blazers. Do you trust the Blazers, Wim? Do I trust the Blazers? Nah, I don't, bro. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't trust the Blazers. Uh, um, let me let me do this then. Let me see if I can talk you guys into it. I haven't played this yet, but I'm I'm actually leaning towards the Blazers here. So let me see if I can talk you guys into it. So if we look at the Hawks here, they're coming off a, a, a home game and going into a road game. We go P, H, and A. That's previous home game. Then now they go on the road. 3-9 and nine straight up, 1-11 and 11 against the spread in that spot. Uh, there's one game that went into double OT. They didn't cover that one. But for the most part, that's where the, the numbers are getting a little bit inflated because they scored like 140 40 each, basically. Um, but they're not they're not doing well offensively at all when they go from home to road. You can see that they've gone over their team total in just three of those 12 games, right? And if we say that they're going on the road and they're going to the West, oh, that's not it. Hold on. A and Blazers coming off a... Well, I think that's it. But <clears throat> for that for that part here, they're still not covering for the most part. Um, I know it's a little bit tighter, but just the travel from home to road is where I'm seeing that big gap. Maybe it was a D. There you go. As as road dogs, one and seven, one and seven straight up, one and seven ATS. <clears throat> a lot of things pointing in that direction of just fading the Hawks in that travel spot there. 
And if we say uh, the Blazers... Uh, and they're at home, and the next game is on the road. So how they close out these home stands, right? Five and three straight up, six and two against the spread, five two and one to the over. They're putting up a, a good chunk of points in that spot. Uh, they're playing well offensively. It's like they want to close out these home stands well before they go on to a road trip. Um, for that, for those reasons, I do like the the Blazers here, right? There's, it's sort of like a opposite opposite trends, right? One team fading, the other team kind of supporting it. Um, the one, the only one reason that I, I could like stay away from this is because they do have the Grizzlies up next, which is a possible look ahead. But if we say that the Blazers are off a home loss, and um, yeah, they're just off a home loss in general, uh, five and five straight up, six and four ATS, so profitable on the spread, eight and two to the over. They're putting up a lot of points here again. Their team total is towards the over. That's why I was kind of going back and forth with either just taking the Blazers or the team total over for the Blazers because we know we they play well more. They they score about ten more points at home on average uh, than they do on the road. So those would be the two ways that I would I would look at this game: Blazers or team total over for the Blazers. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on those? And honestly, I was going to say, yeah, I don't trust Portland, but I damn sure don't trust Atlanta on the road. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, we know that's for the last few, few years. And they have a better <laughs> win margin at home, Trailblazers, four, four and a half to the Atlanta negative uh, two uh, win margin there. So it definitely looked like that's kind of the what, the narrative that we're going to have today. And I love that you are looking in this direction because that's the only way I think I would bet. I think I do trust Dame time. Yeah. Um, a lot more than I trust the, even though I do trust Deontay, uh, Dejounte uh, Murray. I don't know if I trust Trey Young this year. It's just been so weird for me. Like I just yeah. don't know how to call it with Trey Young. It's just, it's just, I don't like betting them basically off of his play so far this year. So, um, that being said, I definitely agree with you with Portland. It's just that, do I want to hop on this play early? I think since it's a late game, you know, the more time that I have to think about it, I probably will play Portland. Yeah. Uh, probably how I'm going to play this game but for the most part though I kind of would totally agree I'm not trusting Atlanta for shit <laughs> you know there's no way no way bro yeah because another thing to think about too they're going from home on the eastern time zone right now they go west and they're playing the late game so um I mean they they don't have a lot of time to adjust right by the time this game is over I think Jay Jay talks about this too is yeah. it's probably going to be past midnight by the time this game is over uh, in Eastern time. So if they haven't adjusted, um, it could be, it could be bad for them towards the latter part of this game. And that's when, you know, Dame really, uh, picks it up, right. Dame time towards the end of this game. It could be a clutch moment there. <clears throat> what, what do you think, Chris? I think, uh, I think the pieces that we didn't mention and Bryce just kind of mentioned in the chat was yeah. Lurkic and Josh Hart, both listed as questionable for this game. And on the opposite side, I know Wham just got done talking about him, but Trey Young mm -hmm. also listed as questionable for this game. So, Definitely a game you kind of want to make sure you, you know, two un untrustworthy teams. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> want to make sure you got all the information before you, right. you know, put, putting a wager in on this one. Um, but if if Trey plays in this game, um, RC, I was actually looking towards his assist. Uh, I know Wham talked about him being extremely inconsistent, but he has uh, he's been pretty consistent as far as distributing the ball. And, and more so it's a you know, it's that. I'm looking at his, like, I think he's 4-4. Four, four. Uh, it's just typically a 9.5, and, and it hasn't come out yet, but 
He's four for four in his last five, last four games, uh, five or six in his last six games to go, you know, clear that 10, that 10 assists. But uh, the other thing I see I was looking at was just port, like Portland defense has, has really not been well, like played well recently, specifically against the point guard position. So um, Portland is allowing, so they're allowing, uh, they're allowing, hold on, I got it in my notes, allowing the fourth most assist to point guards on the season, but the most assist to point guards over the last seven games. You look at Trey last seven games, he's averaging 10.3 on 16.9 potential assists. He ranks fourth in the league uh, in the last seven games in assists and fifth in potential assists as well over the last seven games. Portland uh, just gave up 14 to uh, James Harden, 10 to Mike Conley, 10 to Jokic, 9 to Fred Van Fleet, and to Spencer Dinwiddie. So I think if Trey comes into this game, uh, I I can see him going over his assists, but I couldn't talk you off of anything that you want to bet in this RC or anything you want to bet on this one. I just – I, it's two two teams that I I just can't trust right now. A lot of fluctuation with both of these teams. I can't I can't put a good, even even cap on either one of them. So I'm a, I'm definitely gonna sit on this sit on the pond and uh, you know just hope you cash your tickets with this one. I see. <laughs> I haven't placed it yet, but it's a good point that uh, Bryce brought up with the the Nurkic to play this big game. I looked at uh, the Blazers without Nurkic, two and four straight up, three and three ATS, four and two to the under, only averaging one ten and a one ten per game, but. For the most part, all these most of these games are on the road. This one at home, they did struggle too, though. And this was just a uh, this was just a couple of days ago. So it, it's a good point that um, maybe maybe it's it's smart to just wait to see what the because I think Hart didn't you guys mention Hart is questionable as well? Yeah, yeah. he's questionable yeah, as well. Yeah. That, yep. yeah, Hart is that glue guy too for that squad. He does all the the dirty work. And you um, definitely need his rebound, and if Nurkic is going to be out, you know, because yeah, exactly. that's just probably his best thing is uh, his best ability is being able to rebound the ball. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good point by by the chat by you guys as well. Uh, luckily, I haven't placed that bet yet, so um, maybe I'll just hold off to see who ends up playing. And it's a it's a late game, so we have a lot of time to think about it. Um, you know, with that said, guys, we we've gone through a few games here. Uh, man, shout out to the chat; they were popping today. Brought up a lot of good picks and plays and information that we we ourselves didn't even look at yet. Uh, so shout out to you guys. Um, shout out to Wham and Chris for popping in today. Let's over go. Let's go over some recaps real quick. Let's start with you, Chris. Um, what are your officials today? Or I mean, you know, what are you? Which ways are you looking at in this uh, today? So so Magic seventy six is RC over two over two thirty three. I talked about it earlier. Total dropping. Um, we talked about you know all the Meek Mills and you know the. The club bangers <laughs> that was, that was played yesterday after the seventy-six after the uh, you know the Eagles got to the Super Bowl. Um, I only yeah. see that game going over. I think you know even if Orlando you know uh, if they if they cover the spread, I think it's going to be because Philly you know is not extremely focused in this game and you know have a, have a letdown spot. But I don't see them being able to slow Philly down at all. As long yeah. as James Harden plays, it doesn't matter if Embiid plays or not for me. I just think you know that's even maybe even more points, less defense as well. Um, so I like the over in that game, RC. Over 233 would be my best play, even though the total has gone down. I think it's 232 right now um, live, but I, I like the over in that spot. Um, probably my top look of the day uh, would be that one. And then, uh, like I said, De'Aaron Fox, uh, looking at his points, RC, over 26 and a half. Like that spot for him as well. Um, and uh, like I said, probably look at Ant too. I didn't play Ant, but Ant's averaging 30. He, Man, he, giving, he giving everybody buckets, and the Kings don't killing. have they can't they have nobody that can guard him. So I can see him kind of keeping it going today as well. I see. So those those would be my top. Also, I know we mentioned that OKC and Golden State that first half. Maybe you take the first half over and stay away from the full game. Yeah. Uh, over one twenty four. Something I'm gonna look a little more into as well. I see. Yeah, shout out to the chat for that one. Uh, Wham, 
Wayne, what, what do you got going on? What, what want to drop some plays here? Locked all my bets in, in the show so far. So Jeremy Shohan over 13 and a half points, minus 115. We also took DeAnthony Melton over nine and a half points. That hit three times straight times. Uh Shohan hit six straight times and uh minus 120 for DeAnthony Milton. And then also we took the Timberwolves money line, minus 105. I expect them to do the same thing they did Saturday. I think that uh, Rudy Gobert is uh, just a bad matchup for Sabonis. Kind of goes as Sabonis goes. As, as much as you're going to have the guard play, I agree with uh, Chris. The guard play should match each other out, but the difference should be down low. So um, so I got I got the Timberwolves money line for that game. Love it. All right, so for me, <clears throat> the only one that I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be playing today is the Nets first half. I talked about it on Triple Double. talked about it on the as uh, the first game here. That, that's probably the way that I go. I know we're, we we got the bad line here, but for the most part, everything's pointing me in that direction of at least covering that first half. Uh, I don't want to keep that the, the back door open for the Lakers uh, in that full game because the, the numbers are pretty high there. Um, for the other games that I want to look at a little bit further after the show, Warriors-Thunder over first half, Wolves-Kings under for the full game, the Wolves... Um, on the spread or the money line. What was the money line uh, number for you, Wham? Was it? Minus 105 for the Timberwolves. Oh, 105. That's actually yeah, pretty minus good. Minus 105. Yeah. So Wolves money line would be another look. And then also to the Wizards. Not going to mess with the total there. Uh, I'll just stick with the with the, the spread. As far as the Blazers go, I think you guys talked me off of it. I, I think I think it's uh, you guys talked me off of it. And also... Yeah. To be continued in the chat, oh, RC. Yeah, we, we might be on, we might be on it. We might be on it today in the chat. Just to be we'll continued. see. We'll see who plays first. We'll see, we'll who see plays how first. how the, how the show is cooking so far. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. If we go, uh, if we get on a little heater on the show, then yeah, maybe we just uh, throw a little bit on there. Um, yeah, man. I think uh, today's show is was uh, pretty good. I feel like we went through a lot. We didn't go through every game on the slate, but I think we went into the ones that we did go through in, in pretty solid detail. Um, <clears throat> Let me see. Let me drop that. Okay. So uh, that was the recap. We went through all the games. Uh, shout out to Chris Wham. Uh, the chat too, man. Like I said, today's chat was really good. Hopefully we can get that for the rest of the week as well. I mean, everybody come back, man. Um, we, we're all trying to cash together. Um, with that said, this is the end of the show. I always want to make sure that I end with this as well. Uh, whether you fade us or follow us, it is on you guys to make that call. Good luck with all your action. Till next time. Peace.